The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. The Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick who are there, and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. Whoever listens to you listens to me, and whoever rejects you rejects me, and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name even the demons submit to us. And he said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. During the Holocaust in World War II, a, an Austrian psychiatrist, Viktor Frankl, and his whole family were herded off into the camps. And every one of his family members perished in those camps. There were various camps they went to, but Eventually, he wound up actually in Auschwitz. But he survived. And, and during those days in the camp, he realized that so many of his fellow prisoners uh, were passing away one after the other from all kinds of things, as you imagine, and you're very knowledgeable about this, I'm sure. But a few survived. And he figured out, as a psychiatrist, why he thought they may have survived and why he felt that he survived, he realized afterwards. 
that those who had a meaning were able to find a meaning in their life in this camp. If there was a reason to suffer this, they usually were able to endure it. In fact, there's a, a very famous uh, precept, you know, in the psychology that uh, a life that has no meaning is intolerable. And how true that is, and that was proved out here in this experience. Uh, he survived because of the meaning he realized that if he survived, he would do two things. And this is what drove him to endure and enabled him to endure. The first was that he wanted to be a voice to the world of what went on here. That somebody who survived could explain what was going on and would be a witness so that it would not be forgotten. And the second thing was that he founded the, what was called the Third School of Psychiatry in Vienna, which was all based on meaning. And his, some of you may have read his book. In the 1960s, he published his whole experience in the Holocaust and also included in it his basic uh, psychological theory uh, called logotherapy, meaning therapy. And so uh, that's what drove him. He realized that he had a mission of some sort and that knowing that mission and being dedicated to it was able to eventually get him through. And so it's a great lesson for all of us. It's a great lesson because we are here today because we have a certain attitude toward life. We have a certain commitment to the community of faith that we have here. And it sort of illuminates our personal life each day. And we're here to celebrate it and to remember it and to solidify it week after week after week. Now this weekend, of course, we're celebrating the, the birthday of our country. And uh, it is a time for reflection. Not only that, uh, I remember last week, Brother Richard made comment about the world in which we're living right now, especially these recent months, with all the things that have been going on here in this country. And of course, what has been going on for quite a long time now throughout the world, with regard to the pandemic, with regard to the war in Ukraine, uh, with regard to the challenges of the environment and our planet, I mean, these are ongoing major issues. And I think, uh, even though you and I are not experiencing a Holocaust, or at least the Holocaust, thank God, there are smaller Holocausts that are going on all around the world, actually. And they must all, of course, be challenged. But at the same time, we wonder What's the purpose of our life? We should be asking that question because when you're faced with seeing some progress in our lives and in, the, in our country and in the world, it seems like we take one step forward and two or three steps back. 
And this seems to be a theme that uh, is very troubling. And it challenges us to find uh, a, a real meaning in our life. And uh, so that's where we are. Now, our faith, hopefully, is one of those things that provides meaning. And uh, there are three things that I just want to share with you from our readings today. So how do we approach all of this? Now, aside from the things I've been mentioning, we have personal problems in our life. We have people who pass away. We, we have people who are ill. We have maybe financial problems. Whatever the case may be, we have all of that on top of all of the things that are going on in the world. So we try to find meaning in the world. But how? How could we do this? Well, we do know that we have, a, we follow the teachings of Jesus. We follow them not because uh, we feel we have to or, or anything, but because they make sense to us. The the, the path of Jesus is one that we have come to realize is the path for us. It makes sense. And so uh, we started out, I, I shouldn't say this, we, we ended up in our readings today with the gospel. And as I mentioned earlier in the, the 8 o'clock service, usually the readings build up to the gospel. So each of the readings has something to contribute, and then the gospel solidifies it. Well, in this case, the reverse is true. We start off in the gospel with our situation, our human situation. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves, and take nothing with you. <laughs> so that's our predicament. Paul, St. Paul, uh, always had pretty good advice, at least in my view. And so Paul, seeing this situation that he was facing and the early Christians were facing, and by the way, it wasn't that much different from what we experience today in our world. They're very similar situations. We don't have to go into that. You probably know already. So here's what Paul says. Knowing that he is promoting the, the way of Jesus Christ. He says, bear with one another's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now, the law of Christ is the law of love, the law of unselfish love. So let us now, grow, let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap the harvest if we do not give up, and that's the, that's the clincher here, we will reap the harvest if we do not give up. So then, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all, and especially for those of the family of faith, which in this case is our parish. So those are our instructions and our the advice that is given to us, and it's pretty solid advice. And then we, we conclude with Isaiah, 
And you know, Isaiah was no, uh, he was no milquetoast. He was a powerful speaker, uh, challenger of Israel and the way they were behaving. And he was really unafraid of confronting uh, those in power. And, and yet, on the other hand, occasionally, like we're going to have here, he has a very encouraging message. In other words, through all of the horror that he's challenging, he ends up with something very sweet. And this is what I offer you today. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. As a mother comforts her child, so I, the Lord, will comfort you. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.